0: All right, so uh, earlier this week, a new network debuted on cable TV and a lot of streaming platforms, uh, and we talked about it on The Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071com where we are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that is Bradley Trainer, and uh, that TV network was the Scientology TV network, and we got to wondering... How do you think this whole Scientology TV network got started hmm. in the first place? Hmm. There's only one way we find out about that.
1: It's time for Colleen and Bradley Theater, playing the part of big network TV exec, Bradley Trainer, and playing the part of Scientology TV show planner and pitch woman, Colleen Lindstrom. Oh
0: hi, sir.
2: Thank <clears throat> you for have a seat here. Did you want a curing? We got a curing.
0: Sure. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, thank it's also you.
2: pie day, so there's a bunch of pie. Have, have a seat.
0: So thank you for taking the time out of your busy got five schedule. Five minutes, whenever you're ready. Okay, so I'll just I'll just get right in it. Okay, so I'm from the Church of Scientology. We have some ideas for some shows, um, and let's just get started. I've got three ideas for you. How, how about this one? Okay. Right. Okay. TV three show. Ideas.
2: Let's start with one. It's gonna and be outside. A... Okay. We can have three.
0: Okay. Well. Thank you, sir. So this is a reality show. It's called Sea Org Below Deck. Uh, it's about 25, 20-somethings who've just signed their billion-year contract with the Sea Org. They're very excited. And uh-huh. they're just living life like 20-somethings do, you know, cleaning bathrooms uh-huh. of upper-level executives of the Sea Org and building homes for some of our VIP church members like Tom Cruise okay, and John yeah. Travolta. Um,
2: so, power. But, like, isn't Sea Org where people are basically indentured servants? Um Forced to work around the clock, and um, I don't think you compensate them. They're like completely barred from contacting their loved ones. I think.
0: Okay, well, that's so. a, that's um that's a misconception, and I, we would like to use this TV show. Yeah, I know. To...
2: I mean, honestly, though, I feel like.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. It's also that's...
2: called. There's a show called Below Deck, so I feel like we've already done that. What else you got?
0: Okay, fine. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll move yep. on. Yep. All right. Uh, how about this? It's a game show. It's called Who Wants to Live for a Billion Years? And this one uh, is hosted by Xenu himself. It's a big deal. Basically, you put your hands on the cans of the e-meter, and then Xenu will ask you questions. And if the e-meter approves of your answer, you can um, m- you can live for another million years. But if the e-meter mm. doesn't approve, you die.
2: Um, okay. Well, I think the whole dying thing is probably not going to fly with the network. But besides that, you... You do realize that Xenu's not an actual person, right? Uh, Also, um, uh, I'm not not sure what an E-meter actually is or what it does, but... I from what I just googled, it seems like it's kind of fake science. Um, so we only we don't. There's enough fake news going on in the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean this is all meant to what educate. You you but, okay, another, fine. I'll do another one. Oh, so, I got so another far We're TikTok. Okay,
0: fine. Uh, here's o another two
2: or something. Here, I don't know what you say. This
0: is another kind of reality game show. It's every. It's like the best of all worlds. It's called Celebrity Bridge Brother. So these are Scientology celebrities who are going to try to climb the ladder and reach the bridge to total freedom first, um, and the whole world. To watch until one celebrity. Probably, I mean, let's be honest; it's probably going to be Tom Cruise because he's like our best one. Uh, um, but we think this is going to be a really good example of how the teachings so, of Scientology can improve your life as an actor.
2: Okay, well, a Tom Cruise's box office poison. Remember that whole couch jumping thing? And I'm pretty sure you were responsible for that. Also, that crazy Matt Lauer interview where he basically threw the entire field of psychiatry under the bus or off the couch. I don't know. He was jumping up and down. It was kind of a hot mess. Also, WTF is the uh, Bridge to Total Freedom. Is that like an actual bridge? Because it's going to require a bunch of insurance and stuff. I don't know that we could really afford that. seems like it might be a lot of overhead.
0: Is that anything else in there? No, I'm sensing uh. that this is just not going to work with mm. with your network. Mm. And you know your what? Word's listen, not mine. Listen, um, you'll be seeing us again because I think we've got enough money. We'll just start our own network. <laughs> Apparently, that's the way we're going to have to do things. That. Good luck with that. And that was Colleen and Bradley Theater. I mean, really, though. <laughs> They would do better, though, with some of those types of shows on their network. I think they could actually get some ratings.
2: Yeah, but see, the problem is reality runs into, into you know, you can have a great idea, but if you're a, you know, cult hell-bent on destroying people's lives and the farthest thing from the truth is anything that you do on a regular basis, I think maybe it's just you're destined to fail regardless of how many good ideas you have. So uplifting. Yeah, you know, I like that. uh, Do you want them to be successful? Uh, no. No, I don't. Hey. Um, speaking of people who are completely oblivious to the reality around them. Yeah. Can I have you do me a favor? Yeah. And audience, I will tweet this out so that you can play the home game later. You know how Ken doll is a thing? Well, there's a new Ken doll. And I need you to experience Ken doll the way I experience the new Ken doll. Okay, is this a Can human you Ken doll? Can what a human Ken doll is?
0: Okay, so, like, for example, there's Rodrigo Alves, who is a a person who was born, I believe, looking like a human, but then replaced all of the parts he came to Earth with with um, plastic parts that make him look like what he believes is Ken doll. I That's neither here nor there. And
2: there's not just one. There's
0: like a bunch of them. it's like
2: it's it's basically like a uh, what do you call that? It's a, a a thing.
0: It's like a thing. It's
2: like a thing. No, mm-hmm. but there's a term for like An things illness? that are a thing. No, it's like a Trend? There's a market for, you know, Ken, human Ken dolls, like because the media loves the story. Right. And so there are all these sort of like off brand Ken dolls. Mm hmm. Well, Rodrigo Alves probably the most famous, and then that Jedlica guy, remember him? Yes. He's the super tall, skinny, alien looking mm-hmm. one. There's a new one. There and is And I need you to have an experience that I had okay. earlier today by experiencing the before and the after and the during of the new human Kendall. Can you please open the article that I linked to? And I would like you to meet a man from Hong Kong by the name of Johnny Dillon. Okay.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah. So now the initial mm-hmm.
2: photo before and after—it's mm-hmm. shocking. There's a lot of you know stuff going on. There's some
0: fillers, some plumpers. Keep, There's a lot of scrolling. airbrushing. Keep scrolling. Okay. Oh wow. Oh. Keep scrolling. What? Keep scrolling. What? What? No. <laughs> Whoa! Please. What? Okay.
2: And also, he has a boyfriend and a family. And um, do you see the photo with him wearing like a denim shirt? Yep. Does that? Would it tell me what that looks like to the audience?
1: Too far.
0: Well, uh, yeah, that's
2: that's an understatement
0: what the <laughs> you mean the the breasts that I'm seeing
2: the breasts did I miss breasts
0: uh I don't know I mean the red one he's wearing
2: like a denim shirt
0: okay after the red one okay, okay. I mean. oh yeah keep going okay yeah like how far down am I going
2: like denim shirt. oh oh,
0: oh. okay well I'm there's a lot in the denim shirt
2: the first um, denim shirt photo where it's a close-up of his face. Oh, okay. Right there. Oh, that, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, tell me, tell the audience what you see in front of you.
0: Well, I see, a, like, a, maybe it looks like an allergic reaction to some sort. Maybe it looks a bee like sting a, or something.
2: <laughs> it's like an allergic reaction. A lot of um, Kylie Jenner lip plumper. Yes. And then, um, like, about a quarter inch of pancake makeup. Yep. Uh-huh. With lots of bad contouring.
0: Yeah. And also when when he's unairbrushed, um, the skin imperfections and I'm not like but his the professional pictures that he the way he would have you think he looks yeah, over they're Instagram very
2: smoothed
0: is not but
2: the reality is very what will
0: look at you when you see him um, on the street.
2: Like what's the word I'm looking for? Sandpapery. Oh my gosh. So he was a good
0: looking guy, but he started he started thing. better looking. Can somebody
2: please at some point people need to identify this as a disease, correct?
0: I think it is like, like
2: body dysmorphia.
0: Yeah, mm. I think that there is a disease. Uh, it may be named after Jocelyn Wildenstein or something. The cat but,
2: lady disease. Yeah, what cat is ladyitis? The disease I think it's just of, like over body dysmorphia. Fantastic. There is, though, there is a name for it. Also, I would just like to say that his family and his partner are like, yeah, so um, he looks really fake and we'd prefer that he looked more natural. Yeah. That'd be nice, huh? why wouldn't you, I don't know, maybe listen to people?
0: Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You know, listen, a little nip and tuck here and there.
2: Also, if you think you need to spend tens of thousands of dollars, you don't. He only spends $800 a month looking this bad. It only article.
0: costs $800 a month to look that bad. Yeah. What does he just like go out into a field and and invite the <laughs> bees to come sting him?
2: I mean, you know, that'd probably make it even cheaper. Or
0: like does is he does he have like some weird
2: like, you know, walnut allergy or something that he- I mean, this one photo I just want to tweet it out because it looks so wow. absurd. Pretty spectacular. Well, all thank right. you for giving You're me that show. There's, there's a new Ken doll in town.
0: Oh, all right. Welcome to the world, new Ken doll. Now, when we come back, we like to, when we hear about an old show that's getting remade, we like to kind of put it up for vote. And in a little segment we call Reboot or Get the Boot. And uh, we've got a new show that is being rebooted. We'll tell you what it is and we'll judge it after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, 2018 is the year of the reboot we are learning that uh, all of our old favorite shows are being rebooted that's basically all they do anymore and we like to talk about it on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 107.1 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. 107.1.com we are everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer and uh, we've got a new one Bradley that we've got to we've got to check in on okay. are you ready for this yep. it's time for reboot or get the boot
1: reboot
2: or get the boot.
0: Okay, so I'm going to tell you about this next reboot that's coming down the pike, and you're, we're going to decide whether or not we're good with this, okay? Okay. So this is a CBS project, and it is a reboot of Kegney and Lacey. This, is the, <laughs> this is the TV show that you will remember from the 1980s that starred Tyne Daly and uh, Sharon Glass. They played Lacey and Cagney, uh, and they were detectives, female police detectives, and um, they had a great chemistry. I didn't actually watch the show, I'll be perfectly honest.
2: How did you not watch Cagney and Lacey?
0: I mean, I think I probably watched a couple episodes, but it wasn't like a weekly viewing situation for us. In any case... This is news today, and the reason why we're talking about it is because you'll recall that there was big news out of Grey's Anatomy just a couple days ago, two of their major cast members. I mean, you didn't care, but we talked about it. True. Two of their major cast members, Sarah Drew um, and uh, and another uh, another cast member, and the reason, oh, Jessica Capshaw. Jessica Drew, or Sarah Drew, who was one of the Grey's Anatomy cast members to be let go, is going to be... Appearing in this pilot. So she will be playing the role of C- Cagney, which is the role that was played by, I always got them Sharon confused, Glass. Sharon Glass, the blonde. So Cagney is the easygoing partner who's a protege to Lacey. And then um Lacey will be played by Michelle Hurd, who people may recognize from the TV show Blind Spot, which is no longer I don't, on any longer. No, no, no.
2: It's no longer on any longer. Who wants to watch this show? See, no. Because if you loved Cagney and Lacey, you want to watch old episodes of Cagney and Lacey. mm -hmm. If I want to watch Remington Steele, I want to watch the original Remington Steele.
0: Here's, I think, what bothers me about it. It feels to me like in the 1980s, when the original Cagney and Lacey was on, that was kind of, I mean, I don't want to say groundbreaking television in the sense that it wasn't like but but we hadn't seen women in those roles and in I think that it was way. Was
2: incredibly groundbreaking. I mean, it was not. Unu- I mean, it, it was unusual to see two working women and stories revolving around them, right? especially
0: in in fields that would have been perceived as male dominated at that time. Right? Yeah. So um, and and balancing. Didn't one of them or didn't they both at some point have children or a marriage? I might be making that up, but it, it doesn't matter. At the time in the eighties, this wasn't the typical thing we were seeing on television now we're seeing more of that so it's like it's not going to hold the same space that the original Cagney and Lacey did so it just seems lazy and kind of cheap so I'm what I'm hearing from you is get the boot on that one well
2: I just I would have no reason to tune in because the only reason I would tune into a Cagney and Lacey reboot is if Cagney and or Lacey were actually involved in some way
0: and then this is my second thing, and this is the rant I, I seem to go on every time we come up with one of these reboots that I'm not excited about. Why can't they just make—why a? a why can't they just be inspired by Cagney and Lacey if they want to bring back that type of show? Well, because why the, can't they just nobody's going like, to turn
2: into a a cop show about two ladies, and they might turn in, tune into that show if— there's a name attached to it, which in this case is Cagney and Lacey. So I don't think it's really
0: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson,
2: to the gym to work out
0: pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all
2: of this is chris jenner
0: llc we drop a new episode every weekday so
2: the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel about them not having new ideas i think it's more probably about them trying To take their idea and get other people to watch it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. If I just told you, hey, there's this show. It's about these two women. They are like, uh, it's a police procedural. You'd be like, I think I saw that in the '80s, and it's called Kegney and Lacey. And they're like, well. Funny, guess what? It's going to be called King. That's what it's called. Oh, I might tune in to see that. Yeah,
0: but then I would follow that up with, well, uh, will Tyne Daly and Sharon Glass be involved? of course not. And if the answer is no, then I'm probably not going to show up for that. Because the reboots that are getting my attention right now are things like Roseanne, which has the original cast, or Murphy Brown, which we are excited about because it's also, again, original cast. That is more interesting to me than two modern actresses playing the roles that are recreated in modern time that I liked or watched in the 80s. And again, I don't like I didn't watch the original Cagney and Lacey and I still am not interested in watching this. I would actually, like you said, sooner watch the old Cagney and Lacey on Hulu uh, and just get to know that.
2: Yeah. Right. Which no, I think, I it. by the
0: way, I think it is actually on the Hulu. So if you have a hankering for the Cagney and Lacey. What?
2: I'm looking at Oh, up. okay.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is because I remember recently yep. like thumbing through and seeing that pop oh my God, up God, the and Khamish,
2: thinking, Hunter.
0: There is some, that's the other thing. If you've got the, if you want to like get into nostalgia zone,
2: I love Hunter. Hulu has got, I had a crush on him. Everything
0: you need. Who is that why. again?
2: Uh, what's his name? Harry Styles. Harry Styles was in that? Yeah, don't you remember? Really? It was his dad. Mm. No, I just made that up. Fred Dreyer. So not Harry anything? No. Fred Dreyer, Harry Styles, Stephanie... Zimbalist? Uh, what's her name?
0: Who, Stephanie Zimbalist? What was she in?
2: It's not Stephanie Zimbalist, No, but
0: who... Right? Yeah, but what... Who is... Ste- okay, I gotta look her oh up God, you're
2: getting me confused now.
0: <laughs> okay, well, we'll... Wait.
2: We'll work through that. Um, cast and crew. Stephanie Kramer. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, Stephanie, Stephanie Zimbalist, Zimbalist
0: was Remington Steele. Yeah. Alright, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some D-bags to share with you, and they're not us for once. Celebrity D-bags, Lord and Lady Douchebag coming up on My Talk 1071. Hey, Celebrities have been behaving badly since yeah, the dawn of time, but on the Colleen and Bradley show, we like to point them out and call them names for it. And the names we like to call them are Lord and Lady Douchebag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day.
2: And uh, you guys, this one is an actual Lord, or at least it's the closest thing to an actual Lord that we've probably ever had on uh, the douchebag segment, Lord and Lady Douchebag. I would like to crown the crown today's douchebag.
0: What? Why? Oh my gosh, you love that show. Yeah,
2: it was one of uh, my favorite TV shows. Was? Well, it still is. It's oh, a great okay. TV show. But here's the headline that made me want to make them the douchebag today. Claire Foy was paid less than co-star Matt Smith for Netflix's The Crown.
0: Wait, say that again.
2: Claire Foy. Yeah. Who Played plays? Remind me who she plays. The Queen. Okay. The Queen.
0: Uh huh.
2: Who, by the way, is the one who wears the crown? Right. Was paid less than her co-star. Matt Smith for Netflix as The Crown.
0: Okay, so the woman who's the most important person
2: on the show. Yeah, I mean, arguably because it's she's in the title. the
0: queen.
2: And the show's called The Crown. It's not called Husband of the Crown. No. It's not called I mean, he's a really good actor and did Doctor Who and I'm here for Doctor Who all day long, but I think the name of the show is The Crown, the Crown. about the lady who wears it, oh, who, by the way, got paid than her co-star, whom the show is not about.
0: That's okay, gross. Excuse I'm me. tired of this.
2: This is so Come dumb. On. Claire Foy was paid less than her male co-star Matt Smith for the show's first two seasons. And of course, if you don't know the show, they now will move on to two other seasons where a uh, different actresses. Uh, And actors will uh, star in the period drama. Now, at a panel, uh, a Netflix, um, or a a panel at a conference in Jerusalem on Tuesday for the Netflix show, Foy, who again stars as Queen Elizabeth, it was noted, uh, got more screen time. The show was revolving around her. She probably
0: had to be on set for longer hours. I'm just saying.
2: Producers revealed that she was paid less. Mm -mm. now at the Mm -mm. time you know what they likely I mean it is not it it does not surprise me that they said well you know Matt Smith was Dr. Who right so he deserved more money than Foy
0: yeah and then Claire Foy didn't she win a Golden Globe for her role or an Emmy
2: uh the show did I don't I don't know if she did she
0: well I know she was nominated at least
2: Claire Foy Awards anyway um Regardless, regardless. I mean, come on. She got, oh, yeah, 2017 Golden Globe for best performance.
0: That's what I thought. And, I mean, I feel like after that you go, hey, (sighs) Claire Foy, sorry about it. We'd like to make good on your bad pay rate and maybe bump you up uh, a lot.
2: This uh, embarrassing pay discrepancy is not going to happen again, though, so says producer Susan Mackey because she told the panel audience going forward, no one gets paid more than the queen. The only problem with that is Claire Foy
0: no longer the queen is
2: no longer the queen. Oh, I'd and be therefore so, got screwed.
0: I'd be grumpy about that if I, mean, I were
2: her. You know, here's the thing: like, I think there's a legitimate conversation to have because, you know, <clears throat> I would hope that roles go to actors based on their um, that they are paid. According to what they deserve, mm-hmm. and I realize that Hollywood is a different place than my talk one oh seven one, one, than um, other places. Other places. Mm-hmm. My point is, I get that there's a special reason for how people get paid in Hollywood, but I do believe that after the first season of a show, when you've proven by I don't know, getting a Golden Globe for, for example, your example. Maybe then, you know, the producers would say, oh, okay, so... Yeah. Now, of course, we don't know how this works. Very likely she had a contract... But I mean, don't you think they would have done the right thing and said, look, we feel horrible that, you know, you're kind of the driving force behind the show. And I will tell you, Matt Smith, while he gives great performances, and I don't want to take anything away from him as an actor in this particular series. I mean, it really is Claire Foy, who is the center of everything, like the rock of the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And I, you know, maybe I don't know. Listen, I think with these conversations, one of the things we Hopefully we'll see happening in addition to just, you know, the production companies being aware of of how they're paying and how that might the optics of of, you know, what it would look like to be paying the female star less than a male co-star.
2: Right. Especially when she's the leading.
0: Exactly. Star. In addition to that, I would also hope that agents are getting wiser about how they negotiate those contracts and maybe putting clauses in the in the contracts that that do account for a raise when they've proven you know their skills and abilities i just don't know that maybe there's been a precedent for that yeah. but this conversation i think a needs to continue and b hopefully will start like, I to hope move you get the a needle bonus
2: for getting a golden right globe.
0: right especially because you got to buy that dumb statue
2: i'm just saying yeah, you should get bonuses for awards. Ah. I
0: agree. Uh okay, now, uh, I have another, I have another D bag. And it pains me to crown this person D-bag because I love her in a very strange way. But Tyra Banks, you're a D-bag. You are a D bag. Tyra
2: Banks. Oh my what did gosh. Tyra Banks do?
0: Okay. So listen, she's a mom. She's got uh a little boy by the name of York, and he's pretty adorable. Hmm. And all parents like to brag about their kids a little of bit, right? They do. That's like you're right as a parent. Well, so she was on the red carpet for uh an event. I think it was the America uh, anyway, it, she was on the red carpet. She was being interviewed. Yep. And they asked her about her adorable son, uh her son York. Okay. And she said, "Oh, sorry, it was for America's Got Talent Season 13 kickoff." She said, "He speaks Spanish, Norwegian, and English."
2: What? Why does he speak Norwegian? I don't know. Do they live in Norway or something? Uh
0: no, her husband her I'm sorry, her ex her ex-partner, I don't think I don't remember if they were ever married, is a Norwegian photographer. Um, so he's, yes, Norwegian. He speaks Spanish, Norwegian, and English. Wow. and he's only are Triple you ready threat. for it? Now, how old do you think he is?
2: Well, I would say if you're speaking three languages mm-hmm. fluently, I don't know, three. He's two. Oh, okay. And he's
0: very advanced with counting and colors. She wants everybody to know.
2: Oh,
0: I he's see where you're two. going with this. He speaks three languages, and he's really like good at identifying about your children. There's nothing humble about that brag. That is straight up bragging. That is so braggy. Calm down, I girl. Mean, but you can don't be excited you about... do
2: that when you have
0: kids? Not to that degree, because that is like my I mean, child is super
2: duper special, don't you and yours aren't. Do that. Don't all parents do that? Like I, I do that with my dog. I'm not gonna lie, I don't. My I don't
0: know. My daughter is in that teenage,
1: <gasps> mm-hmm. oh. and so she's just all over the place. So I'm usually like, help me, yeah, help.
0: right? Thank you, Sammy. Help me, my daughter's
1: great at <laughs> ruining you, our family <laughs> <laughs> events.
0: No, seriously, she's good no, no. At talking really help loud. Me. <laughs> but can you imagine, honest to God, that you're like, I'm just on the red carpet, and somebody <laughs> says like, "How are you liking motherhood?" Uh, and I'm like, um.
2: Okay, but my two
0: year old is speaking three languages and knows all colours and numbers.
2: What is Tyra Banks known for? Modeling. And pretending like particularly. Uh what kind of modeling? Fashion. (laughs) What is she what is she the trademark of? Makeup. What's her trademark? Smize. Smize. Oh, okay. I'm like, right? I, what does he want like, from me? Everything,
0: everyone like, smiles. everything's so real. Yes.
2: So like, what is smizing?
0: It's smiling with your
2: eyes. Yeah, right. So it's like lying with your eyes. Kind of. Right? It's like putting your best foot forward. I'm just saying she clearly is all about presentation. I
0: mean, yes. Like again, My child it is-
2: speaks three languages. Also, at the age of two, I would imagine that uh, to be able to speak three languages includes mama, mama. Mama Sita.
0: Thank you. Because Papa,
2: Papa Sita, because and Papa.
0: my kids could barely speak one language at two. Maybe like they knew a couple words in like in Chinese because they watched Nihao Kailan and like probably had picked up some Spanish from Dora the Explorer. Yeah. But like you know, I wasn't like being like my kids are fluent in all the languages. They know no, counting we and colors. There's a few languages, my dog. Oh, is I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> gonna, words. I was gonna say my children. Okay, real quick. When my daughter Talking was back. It's my favorite story about my daughter when she was three three years old, uh, we were setting the table, and I said, "Tillie, will you please? Ca- can you call the boys to the table, your brothers to the table?" And you know, and that'll be your job while I'm getting the food out and Daddy's getting the drinks poured and all that kind of stuff. And she goes, "Okay." She's taking it very seriously, and she stands at the table and she goes, "Boys, come to the bleeping table!" But she used the f word. Wow. And I said, ex- "I said, honey, what did you just say?" I said, come to the bleeping table. That's what I call it. That's what she calls it. I was okay. like, oh my gosh, that's my fault. Whoopsie doodles.
2: Between my husband and me, we probably at one point oh had... Oh my lord, you used that language around your children? Don't oh, oh. believe me.
0: Parenthood is a very challenging place. Yes. Because <laughs> so sometimes you say things that you're that's ashamed why I of. I don't have kids. Now my children tell me when I've sworn. They do. They're I love it. They're All like, the music. You watch your mouth. Yeah. I want my biggest yeah. challenge
2: to be, what am I wearing today? Well...
0: I wish I, I those I wish I had those simpler well, times. You
2: could have. You made your bed.
0: <laughs> when we come back. Oh, well, God, we just stop, stop it. When we come back, it's time. It's time for me to win the throwback live at oh, one forty five. Now she's getting cocky.
2: You won once and you think you're gonna win again?
0: Maybe. <laughs> you don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> throwback was... live at one forty five, coming back after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, it is that time on the Colleen and Bradley show. That time it's where time to win. I know it is my time to win.
2: <laughs>
0: Yesterday for the first time I was able Ever. to rip the title from Bradley Trainer's hands. I mean
2: after 6 days of me winning.
0: It's the throwback live at 145.
1: Whoops wrong boy. I was going to say what the heck is was that? that one of our Sorry. songs? Thanks. My my operator error. I feel the need I like, need gotta-
2: Heads First up there, Kelly. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother.
1: I love the smell of night pump in the morning. All righty then, it's throwback, throwback. live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At
0: 145.
1: Go ahead, make my day.
0: Here's Holly Roberts. Except for here's Donnie Love. Tell us what's going on, Donnie
1: Love. Here's what's going to happen, everybody. I'm going to play a few seconds from uh, a few seconds uh, from some sort of a pop culture. Pop culture, what's the word on Audio. Event. Audio, audio there we go. And uh, whoever yells their name first will get the opportunity to identify what that audio is. If that person is right, they get a point. If that person is wrong, the other host will have a chance to answer. If they're both wrong, they both stink.
0: So, <laughs> All right. go. All right. Now, again, I'm trying to defend my previous win, my also, one win. Also,
2: can I just point out that yesterday got a little deep track? So, let's hope that maybe we're not going too deep. Right? I mean, well, we'll see. I I'm, we, I'm a critic, yeah. I'm just saying. We'll find out. Okay, okay so here is
1: your first one. Can you see <laughs> by the dawn? I this Okay,
2: so remember what I said about going too deep?
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. so proud? gonna have to chat with your
0: uh
1: what this do you even know what this is colleen
0: i mean okay ha, colleen
1: that's our national anthem it is but that's not enough for the uh no. get the point
0: <laughs> that's you know. all i know i have uh, no. no idea what that is i
1: have uh, no idea either no. all right uh it's really considered an iconic performance of our national anthem it was performed Yes, it is. Check my word for that. It's performed by the late Marvin Gaye at the 1984 NBA All-Star Game. Yeah, no.
2: Sorry about it. No, I seriously, would like the it's... person who knew that to call it. I would have known that. Yeah, but
0: you're old. But you're Donnie. You know things. You and Holly, you yeah. guys. Yeah, see, that's and... why I'm
2: saying, like, sometimes Holly can get a little deep track.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, well, that was horrible. And so
2: can Donnie, because right. the two of them start talking their oh, weird man. 60s. Yeah. You know. Business. <laughs> All right, no
1: points for either of you. So fine. Okay. Move on to the next okay. piece of audio. All right. right. Oh, Okay.
0: That is Jim Carrey, Ace Ventura,
2: Pet Detective.
0: I
1: All I yeah. thought
2: we were in a break. That's like one of our liners.
0: Well, and right. now it's one of oh. my points. Okay, no. Can I yes.
1: It? All right. Hey, I keep got going. A one All right. Points. Here's your third audio clip. Bradley Trainer. What? It, what? Hello. I didn't answer.
2: Magnum P.I. Uh, oh, can
1: I have another guess? No. Helene, oh. would you like to? I'm going
0: to go, I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to go Perry Mason. Uh,
1: Hill Street no. Blues?
0: No, that uh. is
2: not Hill Street Blues. <laughs> we to, oh, no, it's. um.
0: Play it again, Sam.
2: Uh,
1: okay, let's see. Where is that one? Matlock. Yeah, uh, you already fair, guessed incorrectly. Yeah. So. That
0: is so irritating because it's one of those ones you hear it and you're like, I know that song, I couldn't <laughs> match it up. Okay, but I still okay, have one point, have one, so that's all that matters. One
1: to one zero. Point. One nil, and here is your next uh, sound bite. Here we go. Bradley Co- Trainer, Co- uh, Bradley. That is
2: dun dun dun. Oh, um, um, the uh, the the show. Get there faster. Oh, um, get there faster. That, okay, first of all, don't talk. Because what you're mm. doing right now is trying to throw me off mm-hmm. my game. Mm-hmm. That is name um, the sh- name of the show.
1: It's the Law and Order. Yes,
2: yes, order. yes! So I, it, I, so. I knew it, say, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Took you a while. Okay, I'm just right, got this it. this is
1: very excited. We have a one tie, tie. So let's see if somebody can bring home the bacon <laughs> with, with this audio clip. Colleen,
0: that. Is The original Nokia ringtone. What? 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 That means I did what? I won right now. I won. I won. I won. I won. Two in a row
1: for Colleen. Four more. I I won. You, you got four more, two I in a row. It's impressive. One. That is not impressive, Donnie. That is you impressive. Know what's impressive? <laughs>
2: Six, an entire week mm-hmm. plus one day. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, well. I'm.
1: Uh, now, granted, the first day I did this, Colleen, you didn't win, but these last two days, maybe I'm your good luck charm. I no, have my true. heart have is one more racing
0: shot. right now. This is the best <laughs> thing that's ever happened to me. Oh
2: God! Uh, I would are like are sure to your children today. He'll to Two days in a row. It is the best thing that's ever happened to you.
0: Children, they would understand. They would. W- in fact, actually, thank you. I would like to thank about
2: many I would like to
0: thank my children for oh um,
2: what
1: is this giving, yeah. For You're supporting this. me
0: okay. in my dream. That's not a dream. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Oh, there's that's the, the Jeopardy
0: music. theme song. <laughs> no, that's, that's also the
2: your speech. Is actual
0: Jeopardy?
2: Okay. <laughs> hey, is there? Um, was that all of them? <laughs> that's it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Moving that on. was all of I them have a story to talk because about. I won. Yeah. Okay, fine. I would like what's to hear your out story, too? but There's before... was a shutout? But thank you. Before That was not
2: a shutout. a shutout. Although you did
1: get one, sorry.
2: Yeah, thank you. Oh, sorry. She sorry, got sorry. two, two right one. answers two out of five. And you got one. One. I'm just saying it's not a shutout. Okay. All right.
0: Now, I know you have another story to tell us, and before you tell us that story, I just want to say I won. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you are unbelievable. You haven't beat my record, though. <laughs> no, but I won today. So I'm still a better player. Okay. Until I reach uh-huh. record. Okay, uh-huh. Fine. Uh-huh. fine. Fine, fine, uh uh-huh. fine. Thanks, Donnie. What's your story? Uh, my story. Uh, oh, gosh. You know, I hate to take a turn for the worst, but I am going to because I want to talk about this story, but I kind of don't want to talk about it. So I thought this would be a perfect place because there's a limited amount of time.
0: Mm-hmm. So we have to.
2: United Airlines. Oh, the story of that dog. Oh, this is terrible. This is I aggravating
1: beyond you guys, reason.
2: I, I don't. Like I there, like when people say boycott this and boycott that and don't do this and don't, I'm never doing this again. Normally I'm like, you know, okay, fine. But I'm, uh, I'm just, that's not me. When I heard this story about the dog and if you didn't, if you don't know the story, this family brings their puppy, their French bulldog puppy or bulldog puppy, Mm -hmm. a puppy Mm -hmm. onto a flight in a carry, a carry on. Apparently the dog was loud. Um, The kids were kind of a hot mess. Ultimately, the flight attendant forced the the family to put their dog inside the carrier mm-hmm. in the overhead compartment. And shut it. And shut it mm-hmm. and asphyxiated the dog. Mm,
0: I just, I So cannot. that when they
2: landed, and apparently the dog was barking for a while in the overhead compartment oh, as it was being smothered to death. Oh my gosh. And then it stopped barking because... They killed it, and when the woman took the uh, bag out and saw that her dog was dead, the flight attendant acted as if she didn't know there was a dog in right. the carry-on yes, case. Yes, the
1: flight attendant said, I, I thought it was empty. But why, um, why, then why, would, why would you it put it up, be, up there? Well, and, and why it would
0: it be barking?
1: Barking, yeah. Which apparently everybody
2: heard that it was barking. Yeah. Now... There, it's a long complicated really sad story we don't have a ton of time so suffice it to say like i first of all from my cold dead hands i would have thrown that flight attendant off the airplane mm-hmm. before i would have let her take my dog from me mm-hmm. but i am not going to speak you know ill of people who've been through tragedy the the airline has a po- quote and quote apologized for mm-hmm. this terrible accident yeah. i'm like that is no accident she killed their dog mm-hmm. and as far as i'm concerned i will never be flying on a united airlines flight in my life
0: a funny story we were going to buy tickets on united for a trip we're taking i just found another flight i I literally did i literally did because of that story so they all right thank you bradley for sharing that we will now move to a different space okay here's our question what's the last thing you texted because that's what's going to be on your tombstone. Seriously, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's the last thing you texted?